they? Elliott, off to the races. Can they catch him? No, they can't. Touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Haskins spreading out, sets up deep. Over the middle. Touchdown, Buckeyes. Fields has time. Watches downfield. It's Olave. He's got a touchdown. Ohio State. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our preview edition of the QB draw for the Peach Bowl. This is Ezra here. Um, John may join us later. He's been uh, he's been busy with the holiday season, uh, but we do have Colden here, so it's you don't have to listen to just me. Um, and yeah, uh, the Peach Bowl is uh, less than a week away at this point, I think. I will be there in person, um, given that I live in Atlanta, and uh, it be a good opportunity to see the Buckeyes. Um, for the record, I've never been in attendance for an Ohio State loss, so we're going to th- – that will certainly be put to the test with this one, I think. Uh, Colton, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm home for the holidays. I'm in I'm in Boulder. I actually went down to the CU facilities this morning and got some Coach Prime gear. Uh, oh, I yeah. didn't run into Coach Prime, unfortunately, <laughs> but bought me some Coach Prime gear, and we were kind of talking uh, before we started recording of just like it feels like this has taken so long for this game to get here. And now that we're in the week of the game, it's probably going to fly by and we got a lot to talk about with it, but there is a, there's a lot at stake here. And it feels like one of the most storyline, crazy driven Ohio state games that I can ever remember, especially non Michigan category. Yes. Um, And it's, and it's, there's no like uh, revenge factor with the Clemson game in 2020. Uh, There's no, it's against Alabama and the chase in the sugar bowl in 2014 and Meyer and Saban going at it. It's like, no, you're playing the defending national champions. You're playing Kirby smart. And by the way, you're coming off losing to Michigan for the second straight year, but this time you got blown out at home and you backed into the playoffs. So figure out how to beat the sec champion and the defending national champion with a bunch of NFL dudes on it and uh, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, exactly. It's like a pure, like, uh, knock up or shut up moment for, yeah. for Ryan Day in Ohio State. Like, if you don't win this one, which um, I think they have a chance to do, I think they they probably like just on a. I think based on where I thought these two teams would be at the start of the season, I think Ohio State should probably be the better team, but they're not because Georgia has better coaches. Like, I think there are things on Georgia, both defensively and offensively, that Ohio State should be able to exploit and put themselves in a position to win. I just have no confidence after the Michigan game that they will do that. Um, I'm not going to like make you wait. I, my pick is for Georgia, Georgia to win. Um, I'd love nothing more than to be wrong, uh, despite what all the uh, sunshine peddlers might say about people <laughs> who are dissatisfied with the program. But uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Where are you at uh, with like how you think this game's going to go down? I'm in the exact same place, and that's probably the most frustrating part about this because I might be in the same place if they would have beat Michigan and won the Big Ten anyway. Like, yeah, I just don't think that this team's going to beat Georgia. And you know what? That's just because Georgia's pretty good, and that's okay. But, yes, anybody saying that they don't have a chance, I think you're just being being overly facetious. You're being overly not even negative, but – uh, you're you're discounting what we've seen from Ohio State through the majority of the 11 games that they did win. But at the same time, to your point, like uh, based off of what we've seen and in the last game that they played, how does that translate against playing the defending national champions in a team that, yeah, they've kind of hit some speed bumps. I watched Georgia against Missouri and some of the other games that they played. Uh, Kent State, they looked awful. But for the most part, Georgia can fight through anything. They can win games ugly. They can win games big. Uh, If they want to throw to their tight ends, they can. If they want to play great defense, they can. We saw them block a field goal and return it for a touchdown in the SEC title game against LSU. Georgia has so many different ways that they can win a football game. And at the end of the day, you just feel like more comfortable that Georgia isn't going to do a bunch of stuff to fuck it up. And that's really where Ohio State's at, right? Is like, are they going to get into the red zone a bunch of times and kick field goals like they did against Clemson in 2019 and some of the other wins and losses that we've seen in the Ryan Day era? Are they going to have critical breakdowns in the secondary or on defense like we saw against Michigan? Are they not going to be able to run the ball 
Are they not going to be able to throw the ball? Are they not going to throw the ball downfield? There's so many of these variables where it's like, yeah, absolutely. Ohio state can win, but there, it comes with a lot of ifs and it comes with a lot of like clauses attached to it. Well, if they do this, right. And this, right. And this, right. And this, right. And the problem is we haven't seen them do that against like a good team would be one thing. This is a great team. Can they do it against, they couldn't do it against Northwestern. Can they do it against Georgia? That is the problem to me. And that's why it's like, yes, they absolutely on theory in paper, everything they have as great a shot as anybody to beat Georgia, but can they prove it not to us, but the most important thing is proving it to themselves that they can win a game like this. And as of right now, there's, there's nothing that I've seen that says, yeah, they're going to win this game. Can they? Sure. In theory, but they're going to have to prove it to themselves before I'm like, before I give them the credit for doing it. Right. And that's sort of like the, the other aspect of the Ryan day era that, that doesn't get talked about as much as the, as the sort of disappointments in big games against great teams. It's the failure to really look all that impressive against pretty good teams. Like we've yeah. seen this over and over again, even going back to 2019, which I think everyone agrees was Ryan day's like best season uh, and best team, obviously like they sort of fooled around with Penn state uh, after going up big early in 2019 and obviously Wisconsin, they had to come back in the Big Ten title game. And then more recently, like both the Penn State games the past two years, Notre Dame, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. But like like in games against in pretty big games against pretty good teams, they've been like, especially the offense, the offense has just been like kind of bleh in those games. Yeah. Um, and they just like, I think the only game you can point to, there's two games the Clemson playoff game is one is like the best uh, game Ryan days ever coached. Obviously um, it's really the only thing he has uh, to hang his hat on right now, unless you're a, like a, a sunshine peddler and you're like 11, one, two, 10 to two, 11, one, 10, two uh, Michigan state in 2021. That was the other one I was going to say, like in that yeah. team was uh, paper tiger. If we're being honest, like, Agreed. yeah, they were top 10, but that secondary was bad. They were really banged up that day. Um, Kenneth Walker, uh, was not himself. So that win is impressive, but like, I mean, that team was not all that great. And more importantly than not all that great had holes that Ohio state was like, even if Ohio state like shot itself in the foot, it would have been impossible for Ohio state to not exploit the holes of that Michigan state team, given that they had Olave Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba, like that, that Michigan State team showed up for the shoe and probably shouldn't have got on, off the bus given like what their secondary and pass rush were at that point in the season. Um, so I say all that to say, I Ryan Day teams tend to destroy bad teams, sort of muscle by uh, good teams on the strength of their talent and then lose against great teams. So, uh, and you know, I don't even know if I should say that. I don't know if Michigan is a great team. I think they're they're between good and great. Uh, yeah. But Georgia is definitely a great team. Um, so this is like, if they win, it's a it's a complete flipping of the script. It doesn't solve every issue in the program, and they certainly have to to have to go out and beat likely Michigan in uh, ten days after for it to really mean anything. But like. It would be a, a monumental shift of what this program has done in its biggest games. And it provides a proof of concept. Right. Because, uh, you know, at the at the risk of sounding stupid, and, and if this were to happen, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, if they just came out and blasted Georgia, then it's like, oh, everybody, everybody was right. They just had a bad day against Michigan and a bad game against Maryland and, you know, the wind against Northwestern, whatever. But, like... This is they they need a proof of concept as a program outside of 2019 and outside of the 2020 Clemson game, because the 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 problem isn't that like, oh, well, they barely beat Notre Dame. It was that Notre Dame really at that point in the season wasn't as good as they are now. And they're not even a great team. But a lot of the stuff you did was stuff we've seen in those other games that, that you mentioned. So we haven't gotten a full like strong four quarter performance from them since 
2020 Clemson. And that's, that's history at this point. That's basically three years ago, almost to the date of this game. So like they, they need to really put something out on film and out in front of everybody else and out in front of themselves that shows that like we can hang, not only can we hang, but we can beat great teams and to really flip the script on everything. Because at some point, the talk about what you are becomes what you are. And those guys can day and the players, everybody else around the program can say like, we cut the outside noise off. You know, everybody in the Woody is, that's the only people we listen to. That's the only people whose opinions that we value. But if everybody else is calling you soft and everybody is saying you don't have what it takes, you might not, you, you just might not have what it takes, whether that's true or not. At some point that becomes reality. Look at, Look back at the Trestle years. You know, they lose, they get blown out against Florida. They get blown out against LSU. In 2008, they get blown out against USC. And then they lose to USC at home in what I think is the most heartbreaking Ohio State game ever. And at some point, they needed that win in the Rose Bowl against Oregon for the program to just, like, take a breath and be like, we can win big games. We have talent. We have everything here. And now the stuff we all talk about we have proof, proof of concept to that. And to me, that is as important as everything because, and maybe, maybe you'll feel different about this. So I'll, I'll pose the question to you and hopefully all the listeners too, is, is there any scenario in which you come out of this game if Ohio State loses and you feel better going forward? Because to me, they can lose 40 to 37 or 30 to 27. And I'll say, Hey, you know what? They played really hard. Uh, they played much better than they did against Michigan. It's clear that they showed some fight, but it's not good enough to just play Georgia and lose. They tell us what their goals are. Their goals are to win the national championship. Their goals are to beat Michigan. Their goals are to win the big 10. If they lose this game, they will be Owen six the last two years. So to me, there is almost no scenario unless this just goes Illinois uh, Penn State from last year where it goes nine overtimes and we have to just see it decided by two point conversions. There's no scenario here where I walk out of it and say, hey, you know what? They're in a better place, even though they lost the game. To me, this is win or we continue down the path that we are on and we're going to start evaluating options here in the offseason. Um, I think I think there is some game states they could lose where I wouldn't feel where I wouldn't want to evaluate, like start thinking about who who's going to be the Ohio state head coach. There's no way they could lose and make me feel like uh, I, there's no way they could lose and make me feel like I'm happy with the way the direction the program yeah. is going. I think if they lose close in a hard fought game, I might like to myself feel like, okay, maybe with an off season and a couple of tweaks with the program, maybe Ryan day can, so at some point turn this thing around but it's not anything there's no way they could lose and I, and I would like bank on that is like a program changing moment yeah. you know and that's like, the better way to put it what I, yeah I think you're right like it, to me if they lose close like I'm not going to get angry about it I'm not going to be mm-hmm. like I don't think anybody should be how we were after the Michigan game if they lose in like overtime or on a last second kick but there it isn't going to make you feel any better I guess is the best way to put it yeah, if they lose close, it's just like it's more of the same, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's like, all right, I know they're not going to fire him this offseason. What does the future hold? Assuming uh, he doesn't make it past next year, um, which I think the assumption is that if they lose to Michigan and Ann Arbor next year, some way that would probably, hopefully, that would be it for for Ryan Day in this sort of iteration of the program. Uh, Aaron, John just joined us. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, uh, you know, recovering from the Christmas holiday. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I, uh, just, just having the thought of, uh, of Buckeyes football game, uh, that like, I don't know if I'm necessarily excited for, and it, and it's weird that like you're going to the playoff and, you know, there's, there's almost no joy in it because you're like, you know, um, you, you have this vision of what's going to happen likely. And I think what you're talking about is, is important, right. Where it's like, even if you lose close, I don't think that there's any like 
oh, grand season, you know, great, great job guys, you know, um, that, that can come out of it just because of lack of faith in the guy at the helm. And I think it's, I think it's, it's difficult, like, cause especially cause it's really like, it would not shock me if this is a close game, just because the playoff usually just pr- produces, you know, weird results like that. And like anytime in football, what there's, when there's like a one game situation, it becomes, uh, really hard to predict like what's going to happen. And, you know, like it, anytime you see an NFL playoff game, like it's crazy how often they come down to one score. And even though the teams are horribly mismatched, like that's just, those are just things that happen. So, um, but I think like overall, like I think, yeah, it's like, again, like anything short of a national championship here, I, I still think, and even, you know, I, it sounds crazy and probably certifiably so like to say this, but like, even with a national championship, I still don't feel like the program is 100% on the right path right now. And if anything, it would give excuse to not address some of the more blaring issues that exist. And, and I think too, like getting into the playoff in a year where you backed your way in is like, it's just allowing for these excuses to exist. Like I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who's not necessarily as plugged into the Ohio state thing as I am, um, as, as no one should be. Right. (laughs) But yeah, this uh, is an issue for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a healthy way to live people about how horrible the Ohio state football program is. And they're like, Oh, well, well, they're in the playoff, man. Like, I don't know if you saw that. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. And you know, you're talking about like, the underlying NIL drama that goes on with recruiting and like how they suck at recruiting. And then Dude, they decide like, a top five class. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, yeah, they're number six in the country, man. Like, are you sure we're talking about the same thing? But it's just like, it, 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 it yeah, it, it's insane. But like they, they were saying like, oh yeah, like Ryan Day sucks so much, but he's like lost five games in his entire coaching career. Like, and that's like multiple seasons worth of stuff. Like, plenty of good coaches lose five games in a year, you know? Um, And that it's just, it, it's a really bizarre situation that we've found ourselves in. And again, until you get, and I, again, I don't know who that person is. It's so difficult. Like conversations about Ryan day, like who is that person that instantly has the juice and like, yeah, we like, well, it's Vrabel. obviously Vrabel. The question yeah. is, can you make that happen? Which yeah. I don't think anyone knows the answer to. A lot of us, you know, a lot of us lifelong Titans fans, which they're I struggling. Think. They're going to play. They might be, they might miss the playoffs to the Jags, which uh, I don't know. Vrabel's had some, which by the way, quotes. we've got the man of the hour on, but Urban Meyer as a GM needs some love <laughs> built built out. those boys up travis Etienne, everybody laughed at his <laughs> thousand yards what do you want devon hamilton making plays how's you. luke farrell doing how's luke farrell doing is he doing anything i think he's contributing hopefully. all right we, we can in in our in our world he's contributing in Fifth our agenda, round luke, yeah, farrell. luke farrell's been awesome for the jags yeah maybe we'll in somebody else's story no but in ours yeah absolutely we'll he's on that. his way to getting an x factor in madden i'm sure okay. <laughs> but you know this this is the time of the year too like um where like nfl like uh, you know i'm starting to see some chatter on the timeline about like what about urban to the Browns, you know, and those, that, those are the situations that you find yourself in that you're like, yes, like I am perfectly a freak online that like just enjoys this kind of, this kind of stuff. But yeah. Ryan day would love Denver as somebody born and raised <laughs> here. And who was just in Denver this morning, like, well, Ryan day, you'll, you'll love Denver. Hey, he's I a promise. QB whisperer. He could fix. Russ. I really think like Ryan day, like, again, I'm not, fighting him to keep the Ohio state job. Like there's nothing that would keep, there's nothing that should keep him here. You know Um, it just is now the question of, I liked the conversation last year because it seemed like, you know um, it was the time, right? Like if he was going to jump, that's a perfect time to do yeah, it. The thing is now, I don't think he could jump. Like who's hiring him stock like- is, is hot anymore. Um, I think the bell of the ball this offseason from an NFL coaching perspective is Sean Payton. 
Um, so everybody or Harbaugh be- again, yeah. depending yeah. on if he. If Harbaugh leaves this time, I would fucking cry. Like, I think that would be hysterical. Also, this is a tangent, but, like, when everyone, when Harbaugh, like, I'm just going to take my quick victory lap here on the air. Like, when Harbaugh signed the the extension with Michigan before or after 2020, whenever it was, and everyone was like, yay, Harbaugh is going to stay at Michigan. We're going to beat them forever. I was, I wanted him to leave because my thing was, for as fun, for as much as easy as it is to clown on John Harbaugh, like he's obviously a very good coach. Um, he definitely like had some serious issues in his first, uh, you know, five years in the tenure at Michigan or so. But like, if he wasn't going to get Michigan back to beating Ohio State, like no one was. Like, do, yeah. do people think uh, like Matt Campbell was going to come like beat Ohio State like twice in a row? Like, no. Well, that it's, was- you get you get people who it matters to, right? And that's why I think getting a Vrabel after a Ryan Day is so vital is that you get people who grew up and like played in the game and like understood what the value of it is to the fan base and to the larger enterprise. And like, yeah, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, like you, like you said, like if Jim Harbaugh can't demonstrate to his team the importance of this one game, then there isn't anybody on the planet that can. And I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see if he, if he's in, if he is not taking interviews, I am going to begin start to start getting really worried about Jim Harbaugh, just like becoming, uh, you know, (laughs) becoming an old Hayes. Yeah. He always wants to chase though. Is the yeah. The thing thing is, I don't, I don't know if he like respects college football as like an entity. Like, and that's like me purely like, I, I, that is based on literally nothing. I just feel like the fact that he took an interview last year and like, after he had literally like climbed the mountain and achieved what he wanted to achieve. And like, finally you could point at the blueprint and say like, this is heading in the way that Michigan football should be headed. And immediately, like immediately after the final snap of that game, he's courting, you know, phone calls from, from GMs and stuff like that to go and interview to go and coach like, Kirk cousins. Well, that, that to me is, which, you know, we can talk about the logistics of everything, but I don't think the, I don't think the, uh, the, the Vikings are where they're at today with, with Jim Harbaugh at the, at the helm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I, I, it, it will be interesting to see if that comes up again. Because again, I think the Colts... I mean, are there were whispers about the Colts thing. We'll see if it actually comes to fruition. Like played there. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's Midwest. That's kind of the perfect job for him, honestly. And I feel um, like, too, we're, in a, we're at a time where, like, the NFL, like, head coaching thing, like, there isn't, like, a bell of the ball as much anymore as there used to be, right? Like... Josh McDaniels is already coaching somewhere. You know, there isn't like a bunch of these air apparents that are in the NFL coaching that like are going to take that jump. And people are looking for splash hires more now in the NFL than ever. So like, yeah, I mean, would he, I mean, could he fix Russell Wilson? Who the fuck knows? But I, I, you know, like that might be an appealing job for him. Um, You know, he loves to be this quarterback whisperer and stuff like that. So It'll be interesting to see how that kind of shakes out, um, you know, as, as we move forward. And, um, yeah, I mean, overall, the game, uh, I'm sure you guys have covered it, but, like, I don't really have much in terms of good vibes heading into it. Well, we, we basically just said um, we I don't think either of us expects them to win, but it'd be foolish to say they don't have a chance because it'd be it, to say they don't have a chance would basically be giving Ryan Day a free pass because they have the pieces to win this game. Yeah. I really think, like, if you go by roster, I don't know if Ohio State has the better roster, but I think if you just go pure personnel, I think there is some a little bit of vulnerability in that uh, Georgia matchup. secondary. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's like yeah. And Ohio State should on paper be able to exploit that. Um, and Georgia doesn't necessarily have the the outside talent to exploit. Ohio State's corners but then again neither did Michigan um you know and so like on paper Ohio State should should uh have a real strong chance in this game if not be slight favorites but because of sort of 
how the two coaching staffs of the programs have performed over the past two years, it's impossible to say that they're, that we think they're going to win the game. Yeah. It, it, on paper, this should be the national championship game, right? Yeah. Like, should be the, you know, it should be like the, you know, when the chiefs played the bills in the, in the AFC championship game. And you're like, well, that the winner of that is the super bowl, you know? Um, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see, I think, uh, what Ohio state looks like coming out. Right. Um, and then I think I want to tap into <laughs> the like, problem with that is, is that Ohio state came out firing against Michigan and then immediately yeah. crapped their pants. That looked like the start of the 2021 Michigan state game. Yeah. Yep, and it was without like the, the huge explosive touchdown, but like everything you guys just said is like to circle back to the point of like, there really being no scenario for me where I'm giving them credit for a close loss. That's everything you just said is the reason why, because we've seen all they did this year. They lose to Michigan. They don't go to the big 10 title game. They still get in. And now you're playing against a team that like on paper, you should have a great shot at going toe to toe with and making some huge splash plays, making some plays on defense and I'm not going to give you credit for doing the bare minimum and just showing up. Like yeah. if they play Georgia close and lose and everybody's like, well, they fought hard. Like, thanks. Who thanks cares? for finally yeah. doing that in a big game. Like I'm not going to give you credit for just showing up in a big game because you've lost all like in the, in a vacuum, they, they could have that where we could be going into this game the same way we did the 2019 Clemson game. These are yeah. two awesome teams and Hey, they're either going to win and it's going to be a close game or they're going to lose and it's going to be a close game. And we're not going to sit back afterwards and be like, look at those guys. They're a bunch of losers. They're a bunch of quitters. They lost all of that credibility against Michigan and put themselves in a position where it's like, sorry guys, you don't get any credit for just showing up and playing Georgia tough. Well, yeah, Go you, out there and you also... find a way to win. And if not, then you lost another big game. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. And it's not the fan base's fault for being, prickly and being negative and being pessimistic it's your guys's fault for quitting against michigan because in a scenario like they could have lost that close and you'd be like you know what michigan's actually pretty good this yeah. team has some flaws this sucks it really hurts but what it what happened in reality was it was a close game in the fourth quarter and then they just quit so it's like all of that you you lost all of that that goes yeah. away and you either beat georgia or you lose and or you failed again or you failed again and that's it and that that sucks that it's that black and white but to me that's really what this is yeah it's like ryan day doesn't get any credit if they go out and lose this one close like you don't get to say oh well we had all these flaws like we weren't actually that good this season like you don't get to like get your fallback isn't like that I actually didn't coach this team very well this year. You Thanks know, for doing like, the bare minimum. Right. Yeah. yeah. It it's like you don't get to say, oh, well, we got blown out by Michigan. What did you expect? Like, no, the problem is that you got like blown out by Michigan. Like that's that doesn't like that's not yeah, an that's excuse, just, you know. Yeah. I think well, I'm gonna go real hater hours too before we wrap up. Um uh, I, y'all just want to take a break. We're we're gonna run out of zoom yeah. time here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't think we're quite done unless uh you know, I think I got a few more things to say. Oh, yeah. I got some okay. shit. I got okay. some shit to get. All right. Off. Uh, All right. Cool. That was really great audio. Uh, listeners, we will be right back. Um, going to make a new Zoom. Catch you after that. We are back. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys have uh, what have you guys got next? Um, I mean, I was going to talk about the other game that was going on. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, I literally have zero thoughts on that game apart from yeah, I think Michigan's going to win. Yeah, more of an overarching theme of like you know um, real hater hours, like I said, of like laying traps for Michigan, right? <laughs> and basically, I'm just going to say, if they don't win a national championship in the next two years, they are going to enter their own Jim Tressel era, where it's like. Yeah, lose to the SEC like multiple times. Like you're going to get to the point where you're like, "Damn, we just don't have the dogs anymore." And beating Ohio State is going to start to lose it. Like it, don't get yeah, me wrong. It's there's going to be like hell yeah, like what we experienced. Yeah, right? there's there's there's, there, there's not any like it's not like it's boring per se, but it's you want more. Um, yeah, and I I hope Ohio State doesn't slip into not wanting more than to beat Michigan. Um, 
I honestly like the most Ryan Day thing to do would be like to beat like your secular opponent in Georgia, like the best program in the country, and then go out to lose and lose to Michigan in the national title game. Like yeah. that would be like the most Ryan Day, like, yeah, he does all like, this stuff great, but he just does not get it. Beating moment. Georgia by like multiple scores too. Yeah. And, like, yeah just <laughs> running it up. Like Kyle McCord's taking snaps in the fourth quarter against Georgia. And then you go and show up against like, maybe like Blake Corum still can't play in the yeah. next <laughs> game. Like Donovan Edwards is somehow also hurt. And CJ like, Stokes just like runs all over you. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, how did this happen? <laughs> um, the funniest scenario is that TCU beats Michigan and Ohio state beats Georgia. And then they beat TCU and Ryan day wins the national championship. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> all, all of this, all yeah. of this Michigan, this cloud is still hanging. Because then, no so then no yeah, one's happy. Then no one's happy. Yeah. We go and and look. If that were to happen, like, I'm not gonna say I'll take it because we all hate losing to Michigan so much. But it would be so funny, and I would love it. Oh like, yeah, it I'd be, be talking shit to Michigan fans about it. Would it. Be I'd so be like, yeah, like, you couldn't win the most winnable national championship. It's a win-win, and that's that's really to me what defines this playoff in this. Not just the Ohio State Georgia game, but the Michigan TCU game and everything about this for Ohio State fans, it's a win win. Yeah. Like if you're on our agenda, it's a win win yeah. because oh, sure. they beat Georgia and it's like the people who are the sunshine pumpers come at us and they're like, look, we told you motherfuckers, we knew they were going to be, you guys never held the faith. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm not going to argue with you. Like my team just won and they're playing in the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to be wrong. Yeah, It's like, and no, then, I'm not going to be mad. If they lose, then like we get our, like, look, see, here's where we're at. If they lose in the national championship, it it will either be to TCU, which like, even if you're a casual Ohio Losing State to TCU fan, would be losing insane. Losing to TCU in the national championship <laughs> is not going to hold a lot of weight and not going to make people feel great. And then losing to Michigan twice in the span of two months, once in the national championship, that's going to drive it up to another level. And then like the Holy Grail would be beating Georgia and then beating Michigan in the national championship, which like- so here's the thing too, like you lose to TCU, how like online, like in the, in the grandeur of like main characters, right. Um, how high on the like greatest individual football player rankings does Max Duggan get? Oh like, dude. Oh, that, oh, that Ohio state loss to Max Duggan becomes like, losing to like 07 Mike Vick on 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 Madden like there was no way we could have been guy you know like if he, that happens if TCU wins the title Max Duggan like that's one where retroactively the the committee needs to go back and just give him the Heisman yeah no, like, it, actually like this is like the lamest Heisman sorry ever, so. it's yours but, yeah that yeah I, I agree I, I think as like just said it the lamest Heisman ever absolutely because like Caleb was not great in the pack. He was a really good player, but like, I mean, what did his season mean in the his, grand season? No one had a Heisman moment this year. No, there were no, there exactly. were, that's, that's how you can describe this season. And like, I'm no okay. I, I actually think more guys on like eight and four teams should win, but they have to like, yeah. if you're not, if you're not like a national championship level team, you have to like spring a spring, a great upset, like Johnny Mansell or, yeah. uh, or even like RG3, go RG3, you know, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like well, you have to do that's something why it's that like, sticks into the minds and memories of like college football fans. And I'm sorry, like what was Caleb Downs? Like, kid, Jesus Christ, Ryan Day's got Downs me. Downs <laughs> um, got one uh, too. Yeah, that got no problem. What was Caleb like? I don't know. Like beating like the UCLA by game. Oregon State. Yeah, uh, so no, 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 his Heisman moment. The UCLA game was was probably yeah, that. Yeah. The Heisman it, moment for me was him fucking writing "fuck Utah" on his. <laughs> did that everybody was like oh like because that's how lame. also like what did utah even do to usc like i like what like that's ucla how, like i get like what like what, <laughs> what's where's the animosity with utah that's how lame college football like twitter and college football writers are is they like look at moments like that they look at the nail posh and they're like you know that equates to more than anything cj stroud has ever accomplished in his life and like I'm not trying to be sour grapes about CJ Stroud winning in the Heisman. I don't think he should have won the Heisman, but like to bat, like, again, you, you let Caleb who played his worst game 
of the the year like in his in this moment where it was like begging to be one and like you know I, lost I guess to those guys twice yeah you lost to the same team twice and you know and, and again it's not like a career crowning achievement like again max duggan like this is it for him in college right like i think he's declaring for the nfl draft like Caleb's still got another year that he has to go. And now we have to deal with the whole fucking off season of like, well, like he's going to do it twice. Like, just like Bryce young was going to do it twice. And like, you know, it's just, it just is, it sets us up for so much like shitty and unnecessary discourse. Cause again, like they had the most Lincoln Riley season of all time uh, at, at USC. And like, uh, they were basically penciled in for that playoff and they couldn't beat Utah. And like, First, you know, like, they lost to the same team twice, which like you, everyone knows it's hard to beat the same team twice. Like, yeah, it should be impossible to. And uh, what's funny is all of this comes back to Ryan day and Ohio state, because yeah. if they would have just beaten Michigan, CJ Stroud wins the Heisman. We wouldn't be yeah. talking on this fucking podcast yeah. about <laughs> Max Duggan when yeah. Ohio state is six games away from a playoff game. And yeah. like, I get that everybody has their own like frequency of, how excited they are for this game and whatnot. But like, it, it does say something to me that like we have Max Duggan talk when it's the week of a playoff game. And that's how this season has kind of gone. And like, I don't know about you guys. This is, but like, this is the least juice I've felt for a playoff in, in a, quite some time. And like, for sure, I mean, at least last year you had Bama, Georgia, like this title fight that was like going to happen and it ended up happening and it was a great thing. And, but like this man, like, man, it, it it rivals to me, like, because Georgia is so dominant, like, it, you know, it's it's worse than the 2019 one, because at least you had Ohio State-Clemson that was going to be a fucking war. This, like, where's your good game going to be, theoretically? Well, the, the Buckeyes have to do it. That's because... Yeah, that's that yeah. kind of what it, it, it comes back Cause to. Because Ohio State's supposed like, to be team... that team. Ohio State's supposed exactly. to be that team. Like, what team are we seeing? Are we seeing the team on paper who SP plus is like, yo, this is going to be a three point game. Or are we seeing the team that uh, when day decides to punt, which was the actual, which is actually a fake punt. And Joel <laughs> Klatt is on commentary saying, these guys look tight right now. You can feel it in the stadium. How oh, nervous dude. everybody is because how tight these guys are like, and, and people can say all they want about like us, or other fans that think like us being negative, but when uh, guys who are at the game commentating on it are like, and you also can feel like how a tight total, like are. a very a guy with a very smooth brain and Joel Klatt, you know, like yeah. not not like the most critical thinker ever. Yeah, Joel like, Klatt, not exactly a uh, you know uh, a read the room kind of guy. He's also not a he's also definitely not a Ryan Day pest or Ohio State pessimist. So, yeah, and yeah. Like, <laughs> either is Gus Johnson. Right, and like they could feel it and and not like taking them out. I could feel it. Yeah, you guys could. You yeah, could feel it at home. I wasn't Every, even, even, even game, the sunshine peddlers. Even the sunshine peddlers knew it. Like they, even you knew it that Ryan Day was tight and like nervous. You guys, you guys nervous. were not optimistic when he punted that. But like you guys were not like, oh, good decision, field position. You guys were like, fuck. And then after the game, you know, or at least a couple days after the game, everyone went into you know PR mode for the guy, which I don't know why, but whatever. Um, well, and how, th- how prophetic is it, is it? Sorry to cut you off, but like oh, on, we're stumbling on this because it's the exact moment. Klatt says that, and they show the replay of Stroud backing Day off because he wants to go that was for it. People, I, I went back and I like I scrubbed through the game last week. People forget that that was a fourth and six, and they took a snap infraction right. before they tried to run the fake punt. So, and yeah, like, yeah, nobody ever like- asked, like, what was that supposed to be the fake punt? And then they did it again and he messed up again. Like, so Klatt says, these guys look nervous and then they mess up trying to run a fake punt and then they do it again and they mess up for a second time <laughs> trying to do it. Like, tell me that is not a nervous football team in, yeah. in the reflection of a head coach who, when things come down to it and you see in these crucial moments and they show the, the, the Ryan day shot, his face is never one where I'm like, Man, everybody's looking at Ryan Day on the sideline and being like, oh, captain, my captain, I'm getting on the field and I'm kicking ass for you. I never get that feeling from them. It's always a sense of like dread and like, oh, my God, the team, that team on the other sideline just punched us. What do we do about this? You you never get to that like 
that wry smile from Ryan Day where like it's just they always talk about it with Nick Saban, like when he pulled off the onside kick against Clemson in the national championship game, where he just has this shit eating grin because yeah. something that he did worked. It is never like that because Ryan Day is never setting something up. It is never like football is not a building thing for him. It is a sequence of totally un like, you know, totally like unrelated events that happen throughout a game. And they're just they're not learning from what's going on. Oh, hey, when we do this, they give us this look like or we run the ball four times in a row this way. And then all of a sudden we do the that, but with a play action pass and look, there's wide open space. It's, it's just, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, yeah, he, for a, for a genius, he sure does not carry himself. Well, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I th- sort of like my last thought on this is that if they do go out and win the national championship, which certainly I don't think is I- impossible if they go do that, then like, I'm not going to be here and be like, oh, Ryan Day should still be fired. But I will say it doesn't change any of the, it doesn't make the criticisms about the process the past like three years or whatever wrong at all. Um, like it, it, it will show that he has a higher ceiling uh, that, than I thought he did. Like it will definitely be like, it's going to buy him some time to sort everything out. Obviously it's a national championship. You can't just sweep it under the rug, but like it doesn't, I guess I'm trying to say it doesn't instantly absolve everything that went wrong the past three years, but it also isn't like, um, it also doesn't well, mean nothing for him. As like, a coach. like it would, like, it would be seriously impressive to go win the national championship. Oh, and like I've said, like, maybe this is just him. Like, like I, like my main, one of my main issues with him is that he's never been a head coach before. And maybe, you know, again, maybe winning a national championship buys you the clout to just be like, hey, this is my fucking show now, right? Like, watch out. Like, he just becomes this, you know, maybe he just becomes this, you know, this better version of himself. He he can now has the clout to go look. It, it just like, like we've said, it's like. It opens up a lot of things. He's run the program like Urban's still watching and like doesn't want to upset the people that Urban was friends with um because urban picked him but like once he goes out and wins that national championship like that could open up a world for him where it's like yeah you know what it's my program now like we're gonna run it the way i want to run it we're not gonna run it the way that which urban- could be disastrous we never know it could, yeah it could. <laughs> but you know I, I i think i would have more faith in him if he had the balls to make decisions and make calls like that that were like, hey, I'm not afraid to upset the apple cart because I can point to this year's results to say, hey, we can win a fucking national championship here. You know, um, I, you know, it, it could open like Pandora's box and it could get bad. But like, I feel like there might be a little bit more juice there than what we have now, where it's like, I'm just apathetic to everything. Yeah, you know? he's just trying to. Yeah, he's just trying to where like now I think we definitely know he's just sort of trying to like be a maintenance man for Ohio state. Not yeah. And I think that like, there is a scenario where it, you can't absolve kind of how they've closed and recruiting in the NIL stuff, but you can absolve. And this is why it's like such a great opportunity for them because like you didn't earn this, you didn't really deserve to be mm-hmm. in. And now you have this opportunity to flip the script on everything people are saying about you. And it can be absolved if like, Say on Saturday, they're down seven at halftime or they're down 10 at halftime and they come out in the third quarter and they just turn it on and they come back and they win and they beat Georgia and they take that punch. And when the moments are big, they have a third and short to close out the game, like a third and three. They run the ball up the middle. They get a first down and they they kneel out the game against Georgia because they went on a six minute drive to close it out. To me, that's like, okay, you've shown toughness, you've shown fortitude, you've shown all these things that we're begging you to do, that absolves it. But then it's also the next step of, okay, go do it again, go win the national championship, go go finish that goal that you have on your list every single year to win the national championship. And whether it's Michigan or TCU, I don't really give a shit. I hope it's Michigan yeah. because I hope that I hope they get to play them again be, so we can really just set up this like, 
basically final chapter of like either day gets over the hump or he doesn't or he yeah just, or he's like he completely destroyed you know? and yeah. he doesn't get it where it's like there are no more excuses here because you've been given this opportunity that every single Ohio state team who's been better than you, by the way, hasn't been given. Yeah. Like the Oh five. I take the, 20, the 2015 2015 team. Yeah. team over this one. I think yeah. the 2005 team would kill this team. Yeah. That yeah. team had a bunch of dogs. Like you want to prove that you have the mentality and you don't, Hell, some of the Cooper teams, teams. you know, but like the Cooper team that lost to Michigan state, I wasn't yeah. alive, but I'm sure that they were better than this fucking team. Those, you those know, teams like, didn't get the opportunity to lose to Michigan. And then like, Oh, actually you still, you're, you're still two wins cool. away from a national like, championship. Yeah. <laughs> this one has been given just a gift. And this is a group that like, I, I hate saying the word deserve, but like, they really don't deserve it because they haven't proved proven they anything. They haven't done the what, traditional things that get exactly. you to the spot. You and they know? haven't done anything to make me want to get And they haven't done the, the things that they the said doubt. they have to do to get to this yeah. spot. You know? And none of those guys, like even even the fifth or sixth year guys, like um, who am I thinking of? Zach Harrison and a few of the Teron Vincent, like you didn't make a big play against Michigan in 2019 mm-hmm. or against Clemson in 2019. You didn't even make a big play in the 2020 Clemson game. Really, the only one that made like some cool plays in the 2020 Clemson game that's still on the roster was Mayan Williams. Yeah. And he had like three carries for 28 yards. The rest of y'all haven't like, sorry, I hate to do this as a fan, but y'all haven't won shit. You've beaten Indiana. You've beaten Rutgers. You've beaten Michigan State. You won the Rose Bowl, and that's awesome. And you've won a bunch of games. That's not good enough at Ohio State. Go out and beat Georgia and go out and win the national championship. And then we can say like, you belong with those guys because that 2005 team, they lost two games against two really good fucking teams. One of the best teams of all time in Texas mm-hmm. and a Penn state team who they won, they won the uh, orange bowl that year, I think. Yeah. They were um, like nine and three, 10 or two. Yeah. They like beat that, Florida right? state yeah. in the, in the, no, I think that that was, they only had one loss and oh, to Michigan geez. on the last second. That's crazy. And those were the two teams they lost to. Yeah. And then they beat Notre Dame in the Fiesta bowl. And that team didn't win a national championship and they didn't, they kind of shared the big 10, I guess, with Penn state, even yeah. though they lost to them. But we always look back fondly at that team because they fought tough as hell in the two losses. And when the, when push came to shove, you knew that they were going to show up to play and they were going to give their all. And this team needs to prove that they can do that. And if they can't like, sorry guys, I'm not going to give you credit for just showing up. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. what you should be doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've said all, all I have to say. Do you guys have anything else? Um, no, I mean, again, it's like it, it's such a like a tumbling of events. Like I, I feel like Eeyore sometimes or like Charlie Sometimes yeah. <laughs> of this program where it's just like compounding, like getting worse and worse. And I look yeah, it's forward, the fucking bad news bears sometimes, man. I it's look like, forward to one day recording like a podcast for like we're just like, hell yeah. <laughs> like where we were at the beginning of the season with Colton on the uh, Notre Dame episode where yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. wow, what a cool way to like, what a cool thing, you know, win. And um, and maybe we'll get back there at some point in the Jevin Brown era. But uh, yeah, I uh, I guess my, my final thoughts are, uh, you know, <laughs> the light will come someday. I'm sure. I'm it, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they have the opportunity. Just like, like right now, we just like, talked about. Like, yeah. This is after every, after all the negative shit we've talked about for the last month since the Michigan game. They immediately, they didn't have to wait like they did last year. Not only did they, did they not have to wait, they didn't have to do anything. They didn't yeah, have to, they didn't they, have, and like Kirby Smart said it in right after the SEC title game, he was like, Yeah, it's awesome. I love being SEC champions, but like Ohio State got to sit out for a week and those guys are injured and like they didn't have to play an extra game. So that's yeah. really nice. Like, you guys got a bye week and you got Yeah, you lost a mission and got a, an advantage for it. Like you got yeah. you got an extra opportunity to immediately correct the mistake that you made last year and had to wait 365 days to correct. And that's my yeah. my only thing with this is like everything we've said about these guys has been that hasn't crossed the line like some people have personally with them has been true. Mm-hmm. All the football stuff, all the mentality stuff it's true until they prove that it isn't and they have a chance to prove that it isn't on Saturday. And like, I don't know if you guys are pre-tweeters or like have, but like my drafts right now 
like I've got some I very some much like I'm, I'm sending, I'm sending these and I'm logging off Twitter for a yeah. couple of days and just letting the world burn. And I know some other people like good and bad, but like this is this is where this game is. And to me, it is a win-win on all fronts. Either they win and they prove everybody wrong and they take the next step as a program and they, you know, hopefully kind of everything clicks and they reach that. And if they lose, then what else are we doing here? Yeah, like we've we've been there. I, I'm not going to feel worse if Georgia blows them out than I did for the last month. It's just going to reaffirm everything yeah. of like, we okay, might, this, we is, this is the, the path. bottom, boys. We might be at the bottom. And I it I, sounds- I think so. This could be like like the if they lose, like, I don't think that's necessarily lower. I just sort of think you're at the bottom and then you're going straight on the bottom for a little longer. Yeah, you know, you're I, at rock bottom. This has got to be the bottom, though, after after Michigan and, and the recruiting debacles. Uh or at least I hope it is, you know. But all, all the talk, all the debate between people to me, if they lose and if they get blown out, all that's out the window. Like if they if they get blown out, I don't want to hear anybody say to any to me, to you, to you, or to anybody else being pessimistic and negative. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you pointing I, I, to? Yeah. There's nothing for you to point to of like, hey, go back and look at this team. What are you going to go back and watch? Right. What is anybody going to go back and watch from this season? You're going to go watch the third quarter against Notre Dame. That's going to sustain. Yeah, you it's like for the whole JTT offseason. highlights like, against Penn State. Like, yeah. yeah. What, like, you, that was what cool. are you going to go do? Yeah. Like, like you, maybe like you have this opportunity. Martin, go win the game. Yeah. And like, I, I don't want to hear any more from the Sunshine Pumpers if they lose. Like, you can come down here with us and sit, and we can all bitch and figure out what this next era looks like because yeah. there, there, there isn't any more debate if they lose and they get blown out. In yeah. Ohio State needs a new game that you go back and watch the highlights for when, like, you're about to go to bed and, like, you're just like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go watch, like, the 2017 Penn State highlights. Like, they haven't had one of those since the Clemson. Like, there yeah, have been no games. Yeah, like the 2020 yeah. Clemson game, like, I probably have, like, burned, uh, like, into my, <laughs> yeah. into, my, into my computer screen the, like, the highlights of that game because you just go back and you watch it and you're like, holy shit. And even the 2019 version, you're like, yeah, like, I watch that all the time because I'm like, this is where the, the wheels went off. And, like, it's just – we don't have they that. haven't had a they haven't had a game that you want to that that has felt like impact they haven't had like an impactful win since in either of the past two seasons um but, and you know why because these guys haven't given us anything to root for yeah in terms of menta- in terms of mentality whereas those that group even when they lost like when they lost to clemson i don't think like anybody put felt their any negative like, soul into the that game yeah you know? nobody yeah. was like hey Chris Olave, nice route, dumbass. Yeah, the wrong route. It was like, man, these guys fought so hard. They made a mistake at the end. Like, you were proud to root. And you got jobbed. Whereas this team, it's like, oh man, when something goes wrong, it's like it's not our fault. Uh, The season was still good. Everything's (laughs) like we're still like our guys are still going to the NFL. Program's still great. Like, no man, sorry. Oh my god, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. We're just rolling into this Saturday, man. Yeah. um yeah that's that's pretty much all i got uh we want to get out of here yeah well that's uh that's about it from us go bucks go bucks